You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible. It's Thursday night. It's the first round. We haven't been here since 2018, and the Chicago Bears just traded up from number 20 to pick number 11 with the New York Giants. I'm Rose Littlewit. Joined with me is my co-host, Nicholas Moriano. Nick, I, uh, I've i got butterflies. I am short of breath. We just kind of stood up to kind of move around the offices for a bit and the bears decided to trade up and there's four minutes and 20 seconds left on the clock how you feeling man i'm excited well we were waiting for something to happen with the bears knowing that justin fields and even mac jones are still on the board here making it past the top 10 so i mean that's got to be the option well it's got to be one of those two you're not jumping up to get an offensive lineman it's got to be one of these two quarterbacks it does. It really does. I think we both know our preferences uh, between the two. If if it was up to us, it's going to be Justin Fields here uh, with the 11th overall pick. Nick, 11 is my lucky number. Uh, so I love this. Uh, I always say that on the podcast whenever it comes up. And uh, pick number 11, Mac Jones doesn't look like he's getting a phone call, by the way, uh, right now. So that's, uh, that's some good news here. But this isn't the first time we've traded up in the first round that we've been on this podcast. We've done this a couple of times now. Uh, what's your gut telling you? Uh, between your head and your heart, your gut, I don't know which one's speaking louder. I feel like uh, Justin Fields is not on his couch. The whole family's gone. So I think that's a big sign uh, as well. Whew. Yeah, so I think um, with this pick, it, it has to be to go get Justin Fields. You see, my, well, I don't know, my, my stream's a little slower, but Matt Nagy was on the phone, but... The Bears last traded up from 11 to 9, and they jumped the New York Giants to select Leonard Floyd. Now it looks like they're trading with the Giants to go select their quarterback. Last time they were, um, you know, well, that was 2016. But we're, we're, we're here, Will. We're trying to see what, what's going to happen next. But I, I think, you know, honestly, with my heart, my head is saying, this has to be Justin Fields. I, I think that's got to be the pick. And the Bears gave up the 20th pick this year, a fifth-round pick, next year's first-round pick. And a fourth round pick next year. That's not it's bad official. either. It's official. Uh, we have Albert Breer. Justin Fields is a bear. Hell no yes, Nick. Way. Congratulations. The Bears have themselves a quarterback here. I am speechless, very much like the Trubisky one. Um, but I feel so much better uh, in terms of this pick than we did for that one. But, dude, cheers to that. Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. Holy, I, I don't usually curse on this show. and I'm going to try my best to kind of bite my tongue, but I am so excited. How about you? Well, well, the thing is for me personally going into this night, I was expecting the Bears to just kind of sit on their hands and wait till 20, get the right. best available player at that moment. But we saw that, look, when Ryan Pace has conviction, when he has conviction, there's Mason West, let's go. Let's go for the entire Bears fan base. But when he has conviction, Will, 
he's going to go out there and get the quarterback of the future. So he did that. And look, he had to give up some draft capital. Of course he had to, to move to this spot, but that if there's one thing that you like about Ryan Pace is that when he has his eyes set on something, whether or not it's the right decision, he goes out and does it. And he did it for Justin Field to, you know what? I didn't think he was going to make it past, you know, into the pick number 11 here, but the bears saw that wanted to pounce on the opportunity, made the trade happen to make this obviously happen. You got to have the other side willing to make the trade. And they did with the giants. And now the bears, have a franchise quarterback. Well, that is so exciting to say it. Like we're getting here. We are getting that. <laughs> yeah, Justin I'm giddy. Is a Chicago Bear. And it happened so quick. The trade-up happened so fast. The pick came in. We didn't even get to speculate too much. But also with a move like this, we knew it was going quarterback. We had a coin 50-50 chance of which one they were going for. And I'm glad the bad worst case uh, nightmare scenario you and I were just uh, having in the green room for it live, right? A trade up to get like a Mills would be such a, a Bears move. And obviously that's not the case. Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. And you know, I will say, unfortunately, when it comes to Fields, the one game that always comes to mind is when he played my alma mater Indiana University this past season, uh, which wasn't his best game. is one of the worst ones of uh, actually his whole entire career there at Ohio State. Um, but regardless, we have a winner. We have someone that's a great leader, someone that wants to be great. And we have a quarterback that has all of the physical tools uh, that you would want here. And we are now in a position where you have, you just don't even have to start right away with Andy Dalton as well, which is, you can kind of play that Patrick Mahomes role a little bit. Uh, if you're looking, I think they were picked relatively in the same spot. I forgot Mahomes was, give or take, in the same position the first round, right? He's either 11 or 12, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Will. But, so it could be a very sim- similar scenario, but the thing is with Justin Fields, too, like you mentioned that IU game, right, where he didn't have his best game. I was just re-watching the game that he had against um, Alabama and seeing the throws that Justin Fields was able to make in that game against an elite defense with some of the best playmakers. You know, obviously in college football, that's the upside. That's what you like to see. And I'm, I'm just now seeing it, Will, come on uh, my TV here, which I said is a little bit delayed. But I, I'm going to take out one of the headphones just so I can hear this moment kind of happen here. But Yeah, we have to live Justin it, too. Like, yeah. yeah. This is This is awesome. Ryan Pace has a smile. Matt Nagy looks excited. Just when the Bears want to just throw you down and you have a whole offseason that makes you question everything happening in Hellas Hall, they make a move like this. They didn't give up that much capital in the future. They didn't have to mortgage the entire future to get a guy that for a long time we thought was a little bit out of reach. And he kept falling a little bit here, and we got some lucky breaks as some other teams uh, decided not to go quarterback. And like I, you and I were just saying right before they made the trade, I thought Ryan Pace was waiting for it to slip just outside that top 10. I think what you saw Dallas do with their trade-up, which wasn't a lot, it was only a third-round pick, uh, to move down two spots as well, to, trade, uh, to move and swap uh, with the Eagles. I think Ryan Pace saw like, well, I think we're in a good territory where I can get some good return on investment, pulled the trigger, and Justin Fields is a Chicago Bears quarterback on Jay Cutler's birthday, the same day Aaron Rodgers says he's once out of Green Bay. We said this could be one of the best days in Bears history, and we're not even playing football, and I think we're right. Well, this is going to go down. Remember this, April 29th, 2021, where you just mentioned everything that's going on. 
but the most important being that Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. And that just means for the franchise moving forward, like imagine what Allen Robinson's thinking, like who obviously is, is going to sign or signed his franchise tag thinking like, whoa, wait, wait, they, they just got the quarterback that maybe I can play with and actually have, obviously he's had success in his career, but have longevity and have that upside and have someone that's consistent throwing in the ball. Justin Fields could be that guy. And just, be, just again, you're seeing these highlights here, which is an awesome feature, Will, that we're, we've added for this podcast today. But I think what you see from Justin Fields is very good pocket presence and touch on the football. He's not going to get his wide receivers in trouble. He just can read the field. I know where people have said there's criticism, oh, maybe at times he could be more of a one-read guy. If you look at Justin Fields and how he processes the field, that cannot be furthest from the truth. He's someone that will read the entire field. And when things aren't there, Unlike guys that the Bears have had, like Nick Foles and Andy, even Andy Dalton, he can make things happen like that with his feet and just go out there and make plays on his own. It's somebody that, if what whatever Matt Nagy's looking for in his offense, Justin Fields can get the most. He can get the most out of Justin Fields to get that offense running the way he wants it to. So this is a this is a home run pick. This is something that again, like you said, it. I wasn't really expecting it. I really wasn't. I had expectations. Well. Pretty low. When it's a, when you're a Bears fan, yeah. you know that it's low, low expectations. But man, April 29th, well, that is a day to remember. It sure is, and I like that you said home run because you know Fields used to play baseball, former shortstop. So I like the reference there too. But man, it, we just got ourselves a, a proven winner, someone that played at a high level in the Big Ten uh, for quite some time, and he's uh, you know, God, I just don't even know where to begin with this because I know he's someone that he's proven he can go through his progression, go through his reads. Uh, he's someone that I know looking at all the various draft guides, you see him anywhere from the third to fourth best quarterback in this draft. And on top of it, Nick, I think what the icing on the cake is, they didn't make the Bears move of trading up for Mac Jones. They actually got the right guy. And Justin Fields has a chance to be the best quarterback in this entire draft class and to get him at 11 with that potential, knowing you don't have to rush him, you can bring him along. Oh, I'm excited to be a Bears fan again. And it's been, I mean, the last couple of seasons has been tough and here we are and I'm looking at the future and I am excited yet again. Yeah, absolutely. And I was someone really early on in the process. Like I looked at Mac Jones and what he could do for the Bears and like, Hey, he would be a good fit, but the more you kind of watch these two players, you see the differences and the upside and where the floor and the ceiling are with guys like this. And obviously Mac Jones is still available, but with Justin Fields, the ceiling is just so much higher. There's so much potential that he's still left that you can get out of him, but you just saw what he can do when he has playmakers around him, at, even at Ohio state. Now give him a Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson, a running game with David Montgomery. I'm sure the bears will like to solidify the offensive line with, you know, probably those day two picks within the second and third round. But now you, I, you know, I think what maybe the next part of the conversation is, Will, is, is Justin Fields just, I don't think he's a day one starter because of what they gave to Andy Dalton. And like, we we're just talking about, you could sit him, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. If, if he, he doesn't have to be the guy that starts week one and maybe once Andy Dalton, you know, slips up, even if it is, a, a, you know a short leash then you kind of get him in there but it could be a very similar approach to what Aunt Matt, Matt Nagy's mentor and Andy Reid did with Patrick Mahomes who obviously we know what he's done in his career 
that could benefit a guy like Justin Fields. Not to say that he like he's bad or anything, but hey, there's always all these expectations for these rookie quarterbacks. You got to go out there in day one and start to be the guy. I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville will do that. But if if Justin Fields can sit and just kind of watch and you know even learn the NFL game a little bit, I think in the long run, which is what this Bears move is, the long run, that's going to help Justin Fields the most. Like yes, 2021, we want to see success, we want to see the wins kind of you know, mount up for the bears. But when I'm looking at this team and looking at this pick and this quarterback, I, I want longevity, not just some, you know, yep. a quick 2021, a like is a 2018 season where they come out of nowhere. We want it to last. Well, that's something that the bears haven't had, especially at the quarterback position. And I think that's probably what the bears are looking to do with this. And when you look at Fields, too, just what he brings on the field, it's so opposite from what we've seen out of the position for some time. He has a real strong arm. You can't really say that about Mitch. He's very accurate. Again, you can't say that about Trubisky in the past as well. And he had such a nice deep ball. You got that speed with Darnell Mooney. You better believe they're going to go for a receiver here with their next couple of picks as well. You got to protect him. You got to give him someone else to throw to. But I'm, it's just so exciting to see. And didn't he beat Trevor Lawrence in the college football playoff? I, don't, I forget if it was this year or last year, but he beat Clemson, didn't he? Yeah, so he beat him in the, yeah, in the college football playoff. That's, he sure did. So um, those two have been connected for some time now. They're also in the Elite 11 camp as well, way back in high school. So they, they've been always going at it as top QBs. And um, I don't know when the Bears next time play Jacksonville, but that would for sure be something interesting to watch. And yeah, it's um, with, with Justin Fields too, Will, I think the the big thing that I'm most excited about seeing is like this offense being optimized to its full potential. When, when he, when he does make it, make it onto the field as the full-time starter, whenever that is, that's going to be the most exciting thing to see. And maybe that's, you know, if the bears have another bad season, it might not even be Matt Nagy's offense, but I think that's what um, you're really looking towards seeing how Justin Fields can just translate what he did to Ohio state and bring it to, to the bears. And just one last thing, like, I think maybe some people were a little skeptical of Justin Fields because he's from Ohio state. You see the quarterbacks that have come from there and the types of offense, Dwayne Haskins, the, the uh, JT Barrett's and guys like that, Cardell Jones's, and they just haven't translated. Right. I, that, I think that's one of the laziest arguments you can make to for Justin Fields, at least like, they're again, yes, they went to the same school. You're going to say the same thing about, I don't know, Wisconsin and like Russell Wilson, who's before them, whatever. But that's like something that you, you can't make in terms of the, the comparisons or the, the weaknesses for Justin Fields. So I think people who, whoever has that in their, in their head right now, just get it out of there. Completely different quarterback can read the field. Like I was saying with the best of them and make the right decisions, which is ultimately one of the factors I'm very sure that Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, Bears organization viewed as to why they wanted to get him. <laughs> my dad, or my dad, my dad, Dan, my brother. Wow. Like, what? <laughs> I heard him yelling downstairs. I was about to go down there and check on my puppy, and then my brother's yelling. I'm like, uh-oh, we got to go <laughs> go back to the room. So, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's how I know. That's how I knew. I'm just looking here at uh, PFF's uh, draft guide. Uh, Justin Fields, 44440. That's a lot of fours to say at one time. Put him in the 99th percentile of quarterbacks. I uh, just want to mention that as well. And something that they just applaud uh, is his coolness in the pocket. Uh, when things are kind of breaking down around him, he hangs tough, 
he's okay. You know, he can take a few of those shots, but unlike what we've seen in the past, he doesn't freak out. He doesn't just throw that ball away immediately or throw it into an errant throw at all. He's someone that can stay cool under pressure, find the open guy, and he has that accuracy. Every every single profile I've looked up so far as we've been talking, accuracy, accuracy, accuracy. And on top of that as well, Nick, I want to mention this, and I think this would be a good time to do it. The Bears got a quarterback of color, and I think that's something that a lot of fans have thought they would never do. And I'm so glad that we're here in 2021 and we can put that conversation to bed. You know, you invested a lot in here to get Justin Fields here. And now the Bears have someone, uh, you know, of color at this position. And I know a lot of people thought no way the Bears would ever do that. And I can only think in my whole lifetime, personally, Cordell Stewart. And this is an entire different ballgame. Yeah, and I think even... Was it Jason Campbell, like, on the Bears for, like, a Oh, yeah. Minute, not <laughs> You're right. I forgot so, about him. Yeah, so, I, and I know that has been something that you see, like, just on Bears Twitter, just on Twitter in general, like, all the Bears just, they won't draft a black quarterback. That's just not, you know, what they do. But they they proved everybody wrong here that it doesn't matter, the you know, the color. It, they, they liked what they saw in Justin Fields as a prospect, as a quarterback, as a person. And I think you're going to, if people don't know about Justin Fields, yes, you're going to see a lot of the things that the Bears are obviously seeing there. But if you actually want to know more about Justin Fields, where I kind of learned initially about him through my friend Ben, whose comment you just put on there, Will, it's in the Netflix series, the QB1 Beyond the Lights, where you see him in high school, very in-depth look at, at Justin Fields. There's also Jake Fromm's in there. You see what Justin Fields is about, his upbringing, how he kind of becomes who he is today, where he kind of uh, stems from. So if you haven't gotten a chance yet, I'm sure you Bears fans are going to be up all night if you're, you know, celebrating. If you want to turn something on as well, after you're done watching all of his magnificent highlights, go to Netflix, QB1, Beyond the Lights. I believe, man, I can't remember what series it is. Uh, what season, sorry, that he's on there. But, you know, scroll through him. You'll see Justin Fields. He's on there. You get an in-depth look at him. And just to see, again, where he comes from, who's what his parents are like, his upbringing. And that's the guy that you're obviously going to get here uh, a little bit more mature, obviously, through, you know, just being at Ohio State and having, uh, yeah, it, well, had to transfer, right, um, at Georgia. And, like, he's been through some some obstacles himself. But we got – he's here now. He's the 11th overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft, and I could not be more excited. <sighs> Same. <laughs> let's take a let's take a quick breather. Let's kind of get these nerves down just a little bit. I want to make sure everyone knows that this show is brought to you by Mindful Health LLC, featuring Dedent May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing that you're doing something good for your body. Maybe Justin Fields pick me top that. Just going to throw it out here real quick. But they start with 100% organic cow beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then they blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper for that perfect blend, which creates a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate that removes your cravings, facilitates weight loss, boosts your energy, and reduces your inflammation all with one simple drink. I've been talking about this for the past few episodes. You know I love this product. been using it now. Such a versatile one. You can have a whole bunch of recipes. You can use it. And you can get 15% off by visiting earthechofoods.com slash minute media and use the code MINUTE15, M-I-N-U-T-E-1-5. 
Alrighty. Well, you're listening to the Chicago Audible. I'm Russell DeWitt. Joined by my co-host, Nicholas Moriano. We are on cloud nine, maybe cloud 11, uh, considering where that pick happened. And Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. I pinched myself a few times since we started this podcast. This is real, and I'm excited. And Nick, when everything was on the table uh, come January, I didn't know I didn't know this was on the table. Has this changed your perception again? I feel like perceptions always are fluid of Ryan Pace. Uh, I feel like you talked about it earlier, and one thing that I think is for certain. He's extended his tenure in Chicago uh, for at least a couple of seasons with this pick. Well, what are your thoughts about Ryan Pace real quick as we just kind of talk about him making this move to go get a quarterback? Yeah, you know what? Um, I think for a lot of people and for what the Bears have kind of done these past couple of seasons, they've they've disappointed and Ryan Pace has gotten a lot of criticism and fair, fair criticism. But when you see a move like this, well, you have to applaud this Bears organization, specifically Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, for, you know what, Will? I'm going to say it, collaborating to get this done. <laughs> and look, they did. And they got this because this is, this is one of those, like, you're hoping, you're, you're just wishing that it could, a guy like this could be in your grasp. And, he, and they, the Bears went out and actually completed this and made it happen. So I can only give Ryan Pace credit and applaud him for his efforts to you know he he swung he took a, a swing and a miss on Mitchell Trubisky 2017 you know four years later 2021 here's his next opportunity to take a, a quarterback and that so maybe that's also something that does scare Bears fans still Ryan Pace making the pick yes but that like I think you said it earlier well this one just feels different this is not a guy that had 11 or 13 starts whatever Trubisky had at North Carolina this is Justin Fields, who's had two full seasons at the start at Ohio State, who's proven that he can go against high-level competition and not in the Sun Bowl like Trubisky and lose to whatever team they were playing. This is a guy that took down the number one overall pick in Clemson and then fought like hell against Alabama after taking a huge shot. And see, that's something I also like about Justin Fields. We're gonna we're gonna glamour over him all all podcast, but yes, sir. He did. He took a huge hit. In, in the Clemson game and hurt, you know, it, it ended up, I think, ejecting the, the linebacker that hit him. But look, you see him, what, a couple weeks later in the national championship, giving his all against Alabama and all the playmakers. That's the kind of guy you're going to get. Someone's going to leave his all, leave it all on the field to get, put his team in position to not only stay on the field, but get points and ultimately win. So that's what you love about him. And going back to the Ryan Pace question, Man, Ryan Pace, you you did it, you did it you're, you did it this time, man. But you did it in a good way because you got the Bears a franchise quarterback, and I didn't think that was going to happen. And I glossed over this one attribute of Justin Fields, but I want to make sure we hit on it again. It's that leadership. I mean, you just hear it oozing out of Ohio State, just about what kind of person he was in that locker room, what he meant to his teammates. And Nick, you know the photo, that one famous one of uh, Trubisky giving up like that pregame speech and the guys in the background is like, mm-hmm, like this guy. You're not going to get that with Justin Fields. You're gonna, he's going to inspire these guys, this offense, this team to play great. And, what, and okay, let's take this another step further. Jay Cutler, great quarterback. Not the best team leader. This is the, probably the best combination of skill and leadership at this position, Nick, in our lifetime. 
with already done book it i'm saying it and it's true yeah no i think that that's accurate it really is and look the bears standards aren't very high to, to really have someone eclipse that but it's definitely true in terms of the leader the production the athleticism the the process i think that is all yeah you can look at that in justin Fields. you can definitively say that because he brings all those attributes to the table here um i think with also with the you know as we're kind of breaking this down even like do it even still like homework on the fly like i have like some yeah. games playing over here on the side i think it is let's i, I want to read over just kind of what dane brugler from the beast has as as some of J, um justin field's kind of weaknesses so things that obviously he can no doubt improve upon but Here's what's some one of the best evaluators in the game. If obviously I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know about Dane Brugler from the Athletic, but here's here's what he's got as some of the weaknesses there. Just a little paragraph that he has. Here you go, little paragraph too. Uh, <laughs> un, un, undeveloped field vision, locks onto his preferred read and doesn't consistently find his second third options. Sometimes by design, uh, needs to be quicker eliminating th- things post snap stares down reads it doesn't play with a consistent sense of urgency needs to be better taking what the defense gives him instead of uh, forcing throws his passes lose life when attempting to throw off balance ball security needs work holds the ball loose in the pocket as a runner 12 fumbles over the last two seasons needs to do a better job avoiding hits benefited from an all-star cast around him both players and play calling okay and you know what? You can read you can read similar kind of weaknesses for Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. So it's not like I, that kind of sounded bad. Not gonna lie, reading that like <laughs> can this end? Can it stop? Can it stop? I'm just gonna not read a sentence here. But no, it, it is true. Obviously, being a rookie, there's gonna be things he has to overcome. And then you see the summary and the strength part, which are two times as big as as the weakness part. But again, he's somebody that I think it, he brings it all. He is a complete quarterback by by any kind of requirement, any kind of way you evaluate quarterbacks, he has everything that you'd want. And now we just got to see how that reflects in Matt Nagy's offense with, with the vision that he kind of has here. Hopefully now with the guy that he actually envisions being the, the future of this franchise, but I'm pretty sure now he, he has that. And what you saw at Ohio State, I think, is very reminiscent of the offense that Matt Nagy's been trying to deploy in Chicago, that touchdown the check down mentality because when you look at Justin Fields and what he was able to accomplish in Ohio State he did not shy away from that deep ball I know that uh, looking here at PFF 69.9% of all of his passing yards uh, came through the air meaning that he was consistently attacking downfield a lot of the yards weren't coming after the catch 70% of his passing yards actually came through the air through his arm and it was the 30% that his receivers were able to pick up after the fact so he is someone that does like to push that ball down the field. He can be aggressive. He has a cannon to get it down there and to pinpoint accuracy to make those. Imagine him with that deep ball to Mooney with the speed, but also, you know, those 50-50 balls down Robinson that just weren't going our way last year with a little bit better ball placement? You better believe A-Rob's going to hold that down. And also, one more thing about Allen Robinson. You know how he was content? It came out like, oh, I'm good with that friend. What if they told him, like, we have, we're making a strong push for Justin Fields. You're like, Oh, that's the best quarterback I've ever played in my entire career. Let's go. That would that would calm my nerves that, totally. Oh, absolutely. And well, like I don't know if that's like a stretch right now. Like that, this is the best quarterback he's gonna be gonna play. I, it, Blake Bortles. Then you have 
however many quarterbacks he's played with in Chicago with being Trubisky, Daniel, she's uh, like, I mean, whatever. But he's, he's played with some very mediocre, bad QBs. And then you go back to even Penn State, right, with, with Hackenberg. But, yeah, Justin Fields, when he gets him throwing him the football, I'm pretty sure Allen Robinson's going to have a smile on his face. And his numbers are going to show, you know, the, the happiness that he's going to be showing there. But, man, this is uh, – uh, I, I, I'm like kind of calming down from the disbelief, but it's still, it's still crazy to think about that the Bears have Justin Fields as a quarterback. <laughs> this is real. This, this is, is real this. life. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, it is. So, my question to you, um, after all of this, and we're gonna keep going for a while here because I'm gonna, we're gonna ride this high. Uh, I think as long as we can, we can ride this to the sunrise. I really do not care. You may. <laughs> but I do not right now. When it comes to this pick, I was with you as we're watching the first round unfold before we went live. And I know you didn't think this was probably going to happen, although we got excited a couple of times. When you woke up this morning and you're thinking about this draft, and we did a simulation two weeks ago and we traded up for him, and that felt like a fun why not exercise that's never going to happen. Scale 1 to 10, how likely did you think Fields is going to be a Chicago Bear? Well, I, I mean, my expectations were low, man. Like, I, I wasn't expecting maybe around, like, a three. Like, honestly, when I woke up, even though it started off so well with all the Aaron Rodgers news and being Jay Cullors, like, it was a great day. Like, the, I, look, before we went live, I'm like, like, well, the Bears already won. Aaron Rodgers most likely would be out of the division. Like, we won already. So, but still, I didn't have the expectation that Justin Fields was going to be a Chicago bear. If anything, like I thought it was more likely that the bears would make a dumb move and get Davis mills at 20 or something like that, or move back and somehow get that, but not, not have Justin Fields. And when he got, actually, I'll say this as we were watching, once they got out of the top 10 of the picks, it's like, okay. And obviously it just happened at 11. Like I think subconsciously I was thinking, well, there's a chance we looked at some of the other teams. The one team that I was thinking of that potentially could have done some, I don't even know if they picked yet. It was new England at 15. I'm like, well, the bears are going to let Justin Fields get past here and 15 is going to come and then he'll be gone or they'll have their option at him or Mac Jones. But once it got out of the top 10, I feel like my what level of confidence getting fields went from like a three to like a five 50, 50 there. So uh, but it definitely wasn't a something I woke up thinking like Justin Fields going to be a Chicago Bear. Okay, so you talked about his weaknesses a little bit. I'm curious, do you have any big concerns? I don't. <laughs> and that's interesting to say about anyone that you draft, but I don't have, I mean, the only concerns I have is do the Bears have the coaching staff in place to really develop him like we need? I think maybe that's my concern right now. Just when you look at him, he just is a complete quarterback. He's a dual threat. He's strong. I mentioned all the you know all the things he does so well that get me excited. And even though he has some of those weaknesses, those all feel correctable with coaching. So I guess my only concern would be: Do we have that coaching? Do we have that support system in place? Yeah, no, that's that's a valid concern too. Just considering that the, the Bears organization doesn't have the best track record with Matt Nagy of kind of developing players. So that's definitely a concern. I'll say this. When I was watching Greg Newsom tape and watching the Northwestern Ohio State game, and Newsom only played a little bit of that game before he exited with an injury, Justin Fields, that was another one of those games where Justin Fields struggled. And look, Northwestern, Northwestern had a damn good defense. I like mm-hmm. I you have to give them credit from Pat Fitzgerald, but 
you know, a lot of these NFL teams are going to have pretty good defense with corners that are, I don't know, Greg Newsom is a pretty elite corner in my, in my eyes, but there are going to be some good corners. So I think the next thing, and even reading Dane Brugler's kind of weaknesses there, he will lock onto his preferred read. Like that preferred read is going to be Allen Robinson. So the next level of Justin Fields' game, I think, again, Dane Brugler, I respect him and everything that he does, but the next thing, um, I, I still want to see, okay, how is he going to go from number one to number two? Number two being whether it's a Darnell Mooney, if Anthony Miller's on the team, maybe the Bears draft another guy. But that's going to be something that I will be watching for, and I think we'll get a good indication of that pretty early on. But uh, that's something that is I, – I, like concern sounds like it's a such a harsh word, like it's a concern, but it's something to watch out for with, with his game for sure. But, yeah, level of coaching, if they can actually raise Justin Fields' game – his ability to get off that first read when Allen Robinson isn't open, which is, you know, he's usually open, but you got to be able to get to that next read. That's something to, to watch out for. And like I mentioned that weaknesses column, the fumbles, like we don't need, we can't have that happen now. We've seen quarterbacks and, you know, Trubisky you go back to cut, like guys would drop the ball, the turnover game. So that's another thing just to keep an eye out for, but, like like we were talking earlier, I think it is going to be Andy Dalton's show for a little bit, and then and you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I am okay with him starting Andy Dalton starting this this 2021 season. And I don't know how people kind of feel about that, but I like I said, I look at this. This is a long term move. This is not just 2021, people. You got to think what's the best interest for Justin Fields long term. Is it just throwing him out there? in a what's going to look like another uh covid kind of restricted season with the off-season program like ota like being voluntary where people are not going in so just fields loses out on that but i'm I'm okay with that i'm okay with with andy dalton being the guy that starts off the season and once if and when that he kind of deteriorates or whatever happens there you have justin fields and i'm okay with him kind of taking over when it's the right time to do so yeah, I'm fine with patience here. At the same time, if we go through training camp and Justin Fields is the best quarterback, you put him on the field. Uh, I wouldn't hesitate to do that. And I think he has the confidence that he wouldn't get, you know, if he does struggle, which rookies are going to have their growing pains. I don't think it's going to you know, demoralize him and anything of that nature. So I will still say best man better be out there, which would, we'll see how this goes but yeah we've talked about this throughout the years doing this show I'm one for patience and in the NFL in the world today really we don't have patience uh, when it comes to anything let alone developing quarterbacks anymore I mean just look what's happening uh, just around the league right now so I'm okay with exercising some I'm glad you kind of feel the same let's look at you have something real quick yeah well I was just gonna say if you look at Again, going back to Kansas City, how they kind of handled Patrick Mahomes, it's like, okay, they had Alex Smith there in place for Patrick Mahomes to kind of just develop. Like, you do, as it stands, the Bears obviously have um, Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, and I wonder if Foles is going to be on this roster once it's all said and done here. But, look, it's in place where, yeah, Justin Fields realistically could sit, for, and he does have some veteran guys to really learn under. And that's something that, I think Matt Nagy, who has so much respect, so much respect for Andy Reid, is going to see, well, if they did that for Patrick Mahomes and he sat an entire year, 
well, is, is Justin Fields a better prospect than Patrick Mahomes was going into his rookie season? I, I don't know. That's a, yeah, I don't know about that one. But that's maybe what I think Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy are kind of thinking about because, again, I think it was really rushed with Trubisky. And it was due to not having stable veteran quarterback play with Mike Lennon through four games of that 2017 season. There we go. I'm not a fan of the hats, but Justin Fields the hats makes are it terrible. Worse. The, the hats terrible. are terrible. The pick is great, but there's Justin Fields in a Chicago Bears hat for the first time, which is uh, awesome to see. It really is. Yeah, he, he makes it work, but yeah, I'm just <laughs> it, it, it's it's like I'm not. It's not that I'm I'm not a fan of like it. Kind of looks too trucker trucker hat, <laughs> I guess. But I, I have a couple of them. But and yeah, just not for me. But yeah, it might just be. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just need to stop there. But I think that's how maybe the Bears might be approaching this in terms of what they're looking to do, whether or not Justin Fields should start or, you know, should sit. But that could be a, definitely a scenario. But I do agree with you, Will. If we're able to see training camp in Lake Forest at Hellas Hall, which I really hope we do, it's only 15 minutes away from me, and we're seeing Justin Fields just outplay Andy Dalton, outplay Nick Foles if he's still there, yeah. Then, then I think it is right, but I just how based off of how it went last time with Trubisky, I think they've learned that maybe the best could be to sit, to just to have Andy Dalton be the starter. Well, just letting you know, a quick update: Mac Jones is a New England Patriot, and that is so fitting. Like, come on, that's yeah, that's something that that makes a lot of sense there. It does, and you know what? I hope. Mac Jones was their second option, and the Bears jumped them and got their guy. Uh, I think that would be awesome if that's the case. Uh, but regardless, Mac Jones, not a Chicago Bear. He's a Patriot. We're here talking about Justin Fields, the newest Chicago Bear. Nick, I don't, I will not get his jersey. Don't worry. I was going to ask, would you buy uh, a Justin Fields jersey? Because you have not bought an, bought an, you have not bought a Bears jersey in quite some time. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um yeah, I don't even know if the last jersey I bought. I think, I think it was Leonard Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> yeah, that is that is no longer. I don't know if I have that anymore. But uh, you know what? I'll, I'll probably hold off on the jersey. Uh, you know, I haven't bought one, you know, in a couple of years, and the last one was Leonard Floyd. So I don't want anything happening there. Like I maybe I don't know if I have bad luck. Uh, Will we know you do? So we're both going to stay away from the from the jerseys, and I think we're we're better for it. Speaking of jerseys, is he just number one again? I would hope so. Yeah, one looks good on Justin Fields. Like, obviously, I mean, that's what he wore, so it looks good. But, yeah, I'm just watching the highlights here. He's a, he's a number one. I like that. Right? Like, number one, confidence. Number one on the field. Number one in our hearts. Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, quarterback. Man, that feels so good to say. And, Nick, let's talk about best case, worst case for Justin Fields. Uh, we'll start with the worst case and let's get it out of the way. I think worst case for me, when I'm looking at Justin Fields, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, right? Just another first round bus quarterback that the bears attempt. Maybe he gets average. I think worst case you're looking at, I don't know if I would say Trubisky per se, uh, cause they're separate kind of players, but I would say someone that just can't get out of that bottom rung of quarterbacks, uh, here in Chicago. I think that's worst case scenario for Justin Fields, but that's any player uh, most honestly, but do you have a higher floor than that by chance? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll say this for, for my worst case for Justin Fields is that he doesn't 
like he's he's similar to what other Bears quarterbacks have done, which hasn't elevated the team enough to where the quarterback position is something that other teams have to worry about. If, if that happens to be the case for Justin Fields, and I think that could be a scenario if you if you put him out there too early, the Bears are just not a team that can for some reason compete because they're one the system that the offensive system that's in place just isn't right. So the coaching isn't isn't getting the most out of him, putting him in bad positions, taking those hits early on in his rookie season. And then just, I don't know what for Justin Fields, if confidence could be an issue, but if you see yourself taking hits, making bad decisions, turning over the ball, and just not having that, you know, success that he did at Ohio State, well, that could lead maybe down a, a bad path and maybe ultimately, like I was saying, not be a, a, a factor in the NFC North in terms of quarterback play, but now, well, very much so, the Bears, if, if, if Fields is the player that we think he can be, you're looking at the NFC North that has pretty good quarterbacks. Well, Justin Fields can be up there sometime, someday. Not maybe, look, I don't want to say it's like, oh, you know, he's already up there with, there's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Jared Goff is whatever. Kirk Cousins. Is, yeah, you know, actually. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it real, I mean, honestly, if we can get <laughs> Rodgers out of the division, that's some real talk we can have. It is, but he's going to need, I think you still need it. Like someone put in here, uh, oh, it's Don Burr. Of course it is. It's about the, the O-line. The O-line does need to get improved. I do. It, I will agree with that. But, yeah, he's, I think if you put, if they built this team right in tomorrow, day two of the draft, you can set Justin Fields up to have a long, successful career, which is so weird saying because this is the Chicago Bears you're talking about, Will. You don't talk about long, successful, you know, quarterback careers here. That just doesn't happen. But maybe the Bears needed to strike out their first opportunity with Trubisky and just kind of feel it out and see what not to do to get this right. And, you know, I'm sure Bears fans will be hoping that's the case. Well, that's how life is, right, Nick? You learn from the mistakes that you make. And if Brian Pace... I was, I was going to throw Matt Nagy, but he was not here when we selected Trubisky, so I will not do that to him. So if you're Ryan Pace and you can learn from that mistake at quarterback in terms of drafting one in the first round, then okay. I think we're in a pretty solid position. But let's do the flip. What is best-case scenario here? I mean, which feels pretty good. Like when you, I'm just thinking, like, what could be best-case scenario for Justin Fields? I have a feeling it's pretty damn good. It has to be really high up there. What's your ceiling? I think, well, I just look at just the NFC North division. Look, if Aaron Rodgers truly is on his way out and you look at just the quarterbacks in this division and seeing who has the most upside now, well, it's easily, easily Justin Fields. Jared Goff, I think we've seen what we, we know he can be. We we see what Kirk Cousins is. But Justin Fields can elevate this Bears team that does have a good defense still in place to be a contender in the NFC and, you know, Take this team out of this mediocrity it's been in for the past few seasons at 8-8. Eight and eight. They can't no longer do that now with the extra game. But I think that's where – I think the best-case scenario, Will, really, is that when each season the Bears – every season, you're like, the Bears could be there. The Bears could be um, either in the NFC Championship. The Bears could be – the Bears are going to be in the playoffs. I think that's the best-case scenario to where – because they have a quarterback, you could say that. Other years, it's like, yeah, they have a good defense, but – Gotta have a quarterback. You can't really put him that far. But the best case scenario is that each season you look at the Bears, it's like, yep, they could be there. They have Justin Fields in place. They can 
he could take them there. And then you can also have supplement that with a good defense. That's the best case scenario where we're seeing this longevity. Like I, I keep going back to this longevity and consistency. I think that's the biggest thing that, that would be the most upside. The, the biggest, biggest positive for this bears team is that, yeah, if you have the right quarterback, anything's possible. It really is. And when I look at Justin Fields, best case scenario, we have a perennial pro bowler on our hands at this one of the most important, the most important position in all of football. And as we mentioned, he's someone that proven winner in college. He proved he can win in big games. He's proven he can beat the best quarterback in this draft class. I like my chances with Justin Fields under center. I am very confident he's someone that can elevate this team, elevate the players around him, and is someone that can lead this team to some great, great times ahead. Uh, I don't want to go too far with it, but the only thing I, I guess, excited about, not the only thing, but one of the things I'm excited about is seeing, like you said, just knowing we have a chance because who's who's playing quarterback? Because usually it's how can the quarterback not lose us a game? And now yeah, it's, no, that, it's a little bit different of a conversation once we get fields out there. Absolutely, and that's that's so exciting to say as a Bears fan. It's not, it's not the, the quarterback's going to be holding the team back. And the Bears, see, that's the thing with the Bears, too. They've never been in that scenario. They've tried to win other ways. They'll build up the defense, and they'll build, you know, build up the running games, and then, you know, try to win that way. And, you know, since 1985, you guys, that hasn't worked. All the way. They got close in 2006, obviously, with that team, but it has not worked. So now they're they're taking the, I think, the smart approach. Hey, you need a quarterback to compete nowadays. We just got one of the best ones in, in this draft, and now the Bears are going to try it out to see if this doesn't. If look, well, if this doesn't work, then the Bears are just cursed forever. We'll never yep, see them. You're right. We can be. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But they took their chance. Ryan Pace showed that conviction. He went and go got Fields. Now let's see what can happen where you have those other pieces in place already, the defense and this rushing attack, go get some offensive linemen and let's see Justin Fields go to work. But yeah, it's um like, I keep seeing, I'm again, these highlights are just playing on, on this computer to my left here. You just see Justin Fields headband and he's got some swagger to him, man. Like it just, how he kind of, how, how he kind of presents himself. And like with bears quarterbacks, I felt like, you just don't you don't really see that like Mitchell Trubisky we see him so many times on the sidelines where you're just looking down or he's looking like not you and you bring up the one where he makes a speech I think it's Bilal Nichols in the background it's like dude no one believes you we, we know <laughs> we know that this speech is just all, all it was the Green Bay Packers game that's what it was on the night game um but that's that's not with Justin Fields it, it hasn't been uh, at Ohio State, his teammates really respect him. His coaches really respect him, and I think there was a there was a photo that just like you know how the the Mitchell Trubisky Matt Nagy's looking at him. And yeah, you're like, right. Oh, yeah. we got to find. There's that. a photo yeah. with Justin Fields there where Matt Nagy is there. He's in the background, and I don't know. Obviously, like these pro days, I think were more more important than usual, given that the combine wasn't a thing, but. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy must have saw something there. Maybe. And maybe they, they probably always had Justin Fields in high regards and just what he can do and what he'd done already at Ohio State. But I'm willing to bet that they saw something there too. Because you see there is that photo there of Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy just kind of looking out. I think he, obviously in his mask or whatever, but he's in the background. Justin Fields is there. And now that, that picture is going to be replicated a lot more now that they 
are on the same team here. Yeah, very, very well said, man. Um, I don't know what I can say about Justin Fields that I haven't yet really already. Uh, we do need to grade this pick. I think you put your finger up, which means I got more to say, which I'm all for it. So what do you got? Yeah, just actually before we uh, continue this Justin Fields talk, uh, which, you know, not definitely not a problem there. Um, I hear you. Well, you, you are hear frozen. Right now? Video- I see that yeah, my yeah. screen is frozen. I hear you. You are frozen. You want to try dipping out and coming back? Oh, you're good. Okay. I got you. Okay. It's all, um, it's all in the earbud. Just, just taking it out. It, it, I guess it is. It's power of the earbuds. But just want to give um, the people who sent in a donation from last week, and actually two weeks ago probably, uh, just want to give them their time, and hopefully they're watching here on this live show. It was very exciting live round one show that we have here. But I uh, just want to give a shout-out to Matthew Clemens and the entire Clemens family. I'm sure you guys are out here celebrating what the Bears kind of have here in Justin Fields. But you guys are awesome. You guys have been supporting us for so, so much time now. We really appreciate everything that you've given to the Chicago Audible. So thank you again, the entire Clemens family. And then we also have Nick Camrath. Nick, um, I sorry if I may have butchered your name, but you have a fantastic first name, as you know. But I think in his message, if I, I could actually see if I could find it, I think he just wanted in it. He wrote about like the hope for Bears fans. Well, Nick, I think this pick gives this Bears fan base, the Bears organization, that hope that we were kind of holding on to and really looking forward, looking looking for for the past two seasons. So, Nick, again, thank you so much. And then if you guys want to get a shout out on tomorrow's episode, we got day two, rounds two and three of the draft. Here's how you can make that happen. You can send us a donation on Venmo or PayPal. On Venmo, the username is at the Chicago Audible. Should see my name and the Chicago Audible logo. And if you want to do it on PayPal, you just type in chicagoaudible.com slash PayPal. Again, on Venmo, it's at the Chicago Audible. And on PayPal, it's chicagoaudible.com slash PayPal. But thank you to everyone who's donated. Um, look, we're doing this now because of, you know, donations we've got in the past. It just helps us in every way possible to make this show run. But you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, everyone. I mean, you always say it with a little extra smile on episodes like this. And I think it was a great one uh, for us to make sure. I did see some super chats come in. Uh, I'll go back and recollect who those were. And then tomorrow we'll give you your shout out as well. Matt, we love you too, man. It's I we appreciate your support so much. Thank you again, uh, really for everything uh, over this past you know year plus uh, that I've been seeing you being super active in our chat and just uh, with your active support of our show. Justin Field, Chicago Bear. I don't know how many times I can say it, but it's not enough, Nick. It's not enough times. It's not enough times, and that's all right. Well, let's ride this high. On day one of the draft here, what a way to kick it off, too. I mean, I think even for 2021, I, again, like like today, I was coming into the draft low ex- expectations. Even 2021 season, just looking at who the Bears play, and it's Andy Dalton as quarterback, Nick Foles backups. Like, all right, it's it's another whatever season. But now that you have Justin Fields, and we talked about whether or not he starts, whatever, it's just like you got Justin Fields, though. So 2021 automatically becomes way more entertaining and fun to see what can actually happen so yeah this is just this is the fun this is this is awesome this is the second time we've been able to talk live here about uh, the bears drafting a quarterback in the first round the first one took us by surprise it left us pretty speechless this one 
did it, but uh, in a, in a good way. It, it did, yeah. Awesome. Like we were surprised, but by the time we hopped on live and they traded up, you knew the position. So it was unlike 2017 when we thought. I think I thought it was Solomon Thomas at the time, and we we're all pretty, you know. Solomon Thomas, John Allen were like the top two, and we did not expect quarterback. This time we knew it was going to be a quarterback once they traded up, uh, but we just didn't expect them to, even though we really hoped that they would. Looking to day two, and we'll st- we'll sit here the rest of the night to make sure they don't trade back in. Maybe they want to pull that trade that we did with Mason a couple weeks back as they get back in here for like a Tevin, uh, a Tevin Jenkins. But looking at day two, realistically, what would you do with that 52nd overall pick? You're going to go off into line? You're going to go receiver? You're going to go best player available? Yeah, and I think for me, I would love for the Bears to really address the, the tackle position. If you can, I'm, I'm trying to see who has been taken so far um, just in terms of, of tackles. You got Elijah Bear Tucker's gone. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, wow, went a little higher than I would have expected there. So, okay. There, there's still some very capable tackles. Obviously, um, you, we have a Tevin Jenkins there. Um, Rashawn Slater is another from Northwestern. The Bears were at that pro day at Northwestern and and really scouted who the people there. So, hey, the, those are two guys that I would love the Bears. If they had an opportunity to take a 52, you do that. You know, if Greg Newsom somehow makes out of the first round, Will, I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be mad at that either. That's for that's for dang sure. So, but I would like to see the Bears address tackle because we we looked at it in terms of that position. It really, I think, the, the productivity and the actual prospects, the, it kind of dwindles once you get into that fourth round, fifth round, just on day three of the draft. And Samuel Kasimi, a guy in our, my last mock draft, the tackle out of Texas, that could be an option too. And if any one of those three guys that I mentioned are there. I'd be okay with them taking that. Now, I'm personally best player available now, uh, whether that's a tackle, whether that's a wide receiver. Ideally, I don't know. I think you get Justin Fields. I'm like, don't worry about the defense just yet. Well, even though we were mocking some defenders early on in our own mock drafts, but I want to protect Justin Fields. I don't want to be uh, like the Bengals and not protect my exactly. quarterback like a Joe Burrow. I don't want that to happen. If we can somehow – land a tackle who is also the tackle the future to the left tackle for the next five seven years with justin fields and then those are two cornerstone players that you can really build an offense around and retool and uh, things of that nature so i'm best player available as of now let's see how the rest of the board falls and by the time we hop on i know tomorrow my opinion will surely change especially uh, after a night to sleep on it <laughs> like we're gonna get sleep <laughs> that's not happening tonight so let's hand out our grades and i'm just gonna throw out bears twitter's grade here real quick out of about almost a thousand votes so far 91.5 percent gave it an a i'm not surprised by that one bit Five and a half percent gave it a B, and uh, someone accidentally had th- fat thumbs and hit C or D. So, Nick, <laughs> I'm going to kind of start this thing off. The trade itself, the value, I'm, f- I'm all for it. I don't even have the exact uh, details in front of me anymore, but if I remember correctly, I should have wrote it down in my notepad. This year's first, next year's first, first and a fourth rounder next year, and a fifth rounder this year. If I remember correctly, something along those lines, not too bad. So the trade itself, I'm very happy with just to move up where we did. And then the player, we got someone that's arguably going to become the best quarterback 
in this entire draft class. He has all the tools that you can ever imagine building an offense around, not just the physical tools, but also the other intangibles that you can't coach, like leadership, charisma, and those you put it all together, I think you have a complete quarterback here, Justin Fields. And I know there are concerns with his uh, inability to, uh, you know, sometimes in a pocket, he's a little bit slow uh, to react to some of that pressure. Uh, he needs to work on some ball security. But again, these are all coaching things, and he can scheme, and you can do things to eliminate that in the NFL. And I feel like if those are the issues, if we're like, hey, you just need to hold the ball higher, just hold that ball just a little bit tighter in the pocket, Okay, like you don't have to work on his accuracy too much. You don't have to work on his arm strength. Like he has the tools. You just got to clean up uh, a little bit of inconsistencies here and there. But that's every player at every position. And if I was looking at building an offense around a quarterback in this draft class, I think it'd be Justin Fields. So I, as a fan, I'm excited. As someone that hosts this podcast, I think this reinvigorates me to do over 550 more episodes, and we can call it the Justin Fields era. If he can span that many episodes in our lifetime, I think that will be cool to see. Uh, so on so many levels, I'm refreshed, I'm rejuvenated, I'm excited, and I'm just ready to see what this will take us. Can we just blink and it be training camp? Like, I don't want to do countdown to camp. I'm ready to just get there now. Absolutely. I, I love the enthusiasm there, Well, And just to clarify for me, Rashawn Slater was taken at pick 13 to the Chargers. So he's off the table. But to go back to the grade for this, and again, it was uh, to move up to that pick 11. The Bears gave up their 20th overall pick. Next year's first round draft pick, a fifth this year and the, a fourth next year. So when you look at it, hindsight, like what they were offering for Russell Wilson, obviously it's way less than that. And, and to move up to or move up a couple of spots in this draft, I think it's well worth it because like we've been talking about all episode, the Bears have a franchise quarterback, a legitimate franchise quarterback that I think can elevate this franchise finally to a position to where I was talking about earlier, quarterback isn't the issue. Like the Bears have not been able to say that, you guys, and that's what should provide hope for this fan base moving forward that now that you have a guy in Justin Fields that could do all that stuff. So for me, the grade, it's an A, Will. It's an A. I had no expectation whatsoever Justin Fields would be a Chicago Bear, that the Bears, one would even make the right move if he was available, would have that. I, I know that we talked about Ryan Pace's hat, shown conviction, but I didn't think he'd do it. I really didn't. Um, just being what this, the moves that this organization made, they, they signed Andy Dalton for 10 minutes. Like that's how we knew things were in question about this Bears organization, but they did it. They made the right move. They got their franchise quarterback, and now the Bears are way better for it. So, Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear, and it's an A+. It went from an A to an A+. I love it. Uh, I don't even know if I even yeah. said a letter grade, but I think everyone knew uh, that I marked that thing as an A. I don't know if I did or not, but it doesn't matter. I'm My brain's still so scattered. It's all over the place right now just thinking about this. Nick, how many people do you think are going to call off work tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh Hmm. It was like a holiday over. I mean, look, it's just been a fantastic day for a Bears fan. It's been fantastic with Rodgers and everything that's going on with Justin Fields now being a Bear. It's a great day to be a Bears fan. So I wouldn't be surprised if you called off. I can call off work and say I have a field trip to go with my kid. It would be good to go. <laughs> there you go. You, you sure can. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about it. It came out of left fields. And they're like, what is this guy on? He's putting an S after the end of it, and they won't have any idea. Uh, I'm just celebrating the Bears having themselves. Uh, franchise quarterback, which, Nick, 
we never thought the Bears had a chance this offseason. I mean, you miss out on Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, that didn't pan out. And who knows what's happening over there. It's just so many swings and a miss. But then you hit the home run anyway. So it's like bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded, full count, and you smack it out of the park, Ryan Pace. That's pretty damn incredible. Just looking at all the options and opportunities the Bears had and the one that came to fruition may give us the most longevity, as you mentioned, than some of the other veteran options out there. Well, I, I don't know. I may have a way of starting this article that I'm going to write tonight, which is what you were saying. But thank you for, for sparking my imagination of how this can go with the whole baseball now. Maybe that's a way. But, yes, it, it is a home run. It's a home run for Ryan Pace. It's a home run for this Bears organization. And I think this is just, again, hope. Hope is something that hasn't been here the past two seasons, and now the Bears have plenty of it, and it's all in number one, Justin Fields. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep going on this podcast. I'm not signing off yet. I just got questions on questions. Is this the most excited you've been ever since we started this show? I was trying to go through my own. I feel like leading into the 2019 season, I was like, we were wrongfully excited. But now, like, when I just think about not ju- not really next season. It's somewhat next season, but just the general atmosphere, vibe, and future of this franchise. I'm starting to get back to where I was in 2018 about how I feel about this team, which which is pretty good. I feel like out of a draft pick, this is by far the best one that we've ever had to cover. Uh, and we've had Roquan Smith on here. Well, not, we haven't had him on the podcast. Roquan, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. But we've talked about Roquan Smith. You correctly picked David Montgomery. We've had all these players over the years, and this one takes the cake without question. Yeah, it really does, Will, and I think this is definitely the most exciting. Um, anytime you can land a quarterback of this caliber and and do this, it's just, again, with no expectation that the Bears are going to do it, that's what makes it so sweet. That's what makes it so much better than any other picks. Look, David Montgomery, for me, I think was pretty exciting, especially how that that whole pick kind of <laughs> played out. I wasn't even on screen when he made the pick, but I, I this is something that, yeah, it reeled me back in their their expectations, and maybe maybe I shouldn't say their expectations for twenty twenty one, but just twenty twenty one and moving forward. Now now you have something to actually you know look to to see how this can go and see when he officially gets on the field. Maybe it is week one, maybe it's week five, maybe it's week ten. Who knows? But you're waiting. You're waiting to see what what he can do. So this is so exciting, especially especially if you're I don't know like a, a young Bears fan too, like someone who's mm-hmm. just kind of getting into it. You're like, and you know, you're watching these quarterbacks, the top ones, and the Bears they got one of the top guys. Like that's got to be awesome. Like I'm sure AJ, you know, is super ecstatic right now. Will just seeing that oh he was already have... in bed, but yeah, when he wakes up tomorrow, oh, okay. we'll have a talk, uh, and it's cool because. Uh, we've seen Justin Fields uh, play against Indiana before. So I've seen him play in person. So this is a cool one for me as well. Uh, so one other thing, uh, now I'm thinking, do I get the kid the jersey? Probably not. He's still upset that I bought him a Trubisky jersey. He does. Uh, he puts <laughs> that in the back of his closet. He's ashamed of it. Uh, he'll probably wear his Lamar Jackson jersey, which is fine. Uh, but we can talk about that in the morning with him. But you're right. Like the youth fan base, is this should energize them uh, just a little bit. I'm just thinking they better allow fans in Soldier Field this year. Like, and if he plays, I don't care. I don't care where we go, Nick. If if his first start is in L.A., we're going. If his first starts in Las Vegas, 
we're going. I don't care. I want to go see that thing in person because I feel like it's going to be historic. Yeah, well, I, and I, I'm pretty sure what the NFL is saying, like, stadiums are going to be full. Like, they're, they're going to make it to where everyone can go in. I know Buffalo has it where you need to be vaccinated. But I think the the projection is that people are going to be in the stands. So, yeah, I'm I'm for it. Whenever Justin Fields gets on the field as a starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears, like, we got to look to make that happen. I'm sure a lot of Bears fans are thinking the same thing. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll get something going to where we can have a big group going wherever that may be, whether it's Soldier Field or on a road game. I'm sure we can make it happen, but yeah, we're, that would be, I think, like you said, probably historic, something that you'll never forget where it just feels make his first start and where, where his career kind of ends up after that. But yeah, that's something that I would love to be a part of. Remember when Trubisky made the Pro Bowl and he couldn't throw it to Mike Evans during that one little drill? <laughs> Justin Fields can do that. Trubisky can throw it through a tire. Justin Fields can throw it to a human. <laughs> so I like that. I, I just pulled up the Ringers uh, big board. Just, I remember Justin Fields as being up there. Out of all the prospects, where do you think he ranked? He was number three. Two. Ooh, over Second Zach overall. Over, yeah, he was overall second one. Uh, the three uh, items that they highlight uh, is his accuracy, that arm strength. And then I love the last one, and I'm going to quote it, infinite upside. Infinite. I mean, and that's so true. And that's what it's. It's it's awesome to even like. It's like, is this possible? Like, can we actually have someone that can be coached and continue to develop and only become better uh, than he was there in uh, Ohio State? I'm curious, Nick. Out of everything Justin Fields brings to the table, what's the one attribute to you that stands out above all the rest? Because there's so much to love here. But if you can just be super nitpicky and just choose the one element of Justin Fields person player game that excites you the most what would that be Ooh, this is a good question one one attribute I think it's got to be just the it, it goes along with potential but I'm going to just say big plays opportunity yeah. to make those big plays whether it is with his legs or just downfield throws it's like explosive plays that weren't they were they're so sparingly from, uh-oh, what's going on here? Well, the Giants has made their pick at 20. They took Tony. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, you know? That's what happens when when you, uh, I don't know. But, hey. We won hey, that that's, trade. That's, that's Done. Problem. <laughs> Done. Easily. Easily. So, yeah, big plays. Well, there weren't enough for when Trubisky was here throughout his his you know tenure here in Chicago and then last year as well with with Nick Foles or whoever's throwing the ball it just wasn't enough but with Justin Fields you can get that and you can get that in so many different ways whether it is with his legs or down like I said down the field throws just accurate footballs being thrown to his playmakers so that's that's what I'm really looking forward to okay so I'm not going to answer my own question but I was just thinking about this offense and things that have been missing in it and you know how defenses in the past can pretty much pick up what we're trying to do, and it's not that hard to stop it. It gets interesting now with Fields, and whether he starts right away or not, whenever he's on that field, because he's so accurate and he has an arm where he can throw people open whenever a defense is playing zone. And I think watching his film, he has those smarts where he can pick apart a zone pretty well. But then if you try to combat that and you play that man coverage, then he has that mobility to really make you pay there as well. Uh, he's super. He's that dual threat kind of guy. And what I love about it is that he's not a runner first. He's a runner second. 
and he's he could be a pocket passer if he needs to be, but he can also move very well and pick up yards with his feet, and he's not afraid to do so. And I think that's, in terms of stressing a defense, that's how he can do it, and that's what makes this offense exciting once he takes the field. Absolutely, yeah. You know what? Even just an underrated thing too, Will, running those RPOs effectively, mm. it works in an offense when you have a quarterback that knows when to pull the ball and you know just throw a little slant route over the middle to whoever may be running it, whether it's a Darnell Mooney, if Anthony Miller's still here, whoever, Allen Robinson. But And then the dual threat capability that you just mentioned, like Justin Fields is a fast quarterback. He is, yeah. he is no, he is no Mitch Trubisky. He is no Andy Dalton. I know Trubisky is a good athlete, but no, Justin Fields is in a class of his own, more like a, uh, like Trey, Trey Lance is a really good athlete as well, but Justin Fields like, and I think what is important too, and we've, we've talked about hit on it, but you, you actually said it. He is a thrower first and he'll run second, right? That's his second option. It's not that he, he's by no means is he a runner, you know, first, and that's going to be the first option that Justin Fields does. No, he's going to traditional will sit back, assess his reads, make the right decision, throw the ball. And now he just has the athletic gifts, the ability that when things break down and you knowing this Bears offensive line, they have and they probably will unless they address it. He can make things happen on his own and, and you know, make things make plays work even when things do break down. Oh, man. Okay, I think I'm out of questions I have on the top of my head. What about you? Any other topics, points of conversation that you want to bring up? I know we've gone a little over an hour and five minutes, but by golly, it's every second is I'm savoring every second of this episode. I think there's a reason why I don't want it to end because, one, I mean, we can move on to the rest of the draft, and it's going to be great, hopefully, fingers crossed. But this is just a day, like you said, uh, mark it down. Like, remember where you were when you heard the news. And I'm glad I got to share that moment with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been, it's been awesome, Will. And, and I think with, with this, you don't even think about what ifs, you know, what if this doesn't work out like that? That's not, this like you said, no, you said it best. If it, this doesn't work out, it just proves how cursed the bears are. And there's nothing you can do to stop that. So that's this one, like they, put their best foot forward and they did what they needed to do and there's a really good chance this can be something special absolutely well um yeah like I, I was just gonna say like this isn't the time to question the pick like what if it just ends up like another Mitchell? no this isn't the time soak it in like like I, i've said before this is hope I, and you know just thinking about it I, it looks like I chose the right shirt too. Well, it kind of has a mm, state red, yeah. and, you know, gray and black. I was going through it. I was like, I was going to wear like a, a blue one. I'm like, well, the green screen too would have probably messed that up. If I probably would have been a part of it too, but yeah, just, it was fitting. It was meant to happen that Justin Fields, Justin Fields is a Chicago bear. And that just, man, it just feels, it, it hasn't sunk in. It sunk in, but it just feels so good to say still. Over and over and over again. Nick, I'm real curious. If you can, this will be my last one, and I'll wrap it up. If you can give your three, I'll I'll be nice. Usually I say one. Three-word analysis of this Bears' first pick, Justin Fields. I'm going to say it again. Our quarterback, what would it be? Three words. Three words. Going with, with this whole theme, hope is back. I love hope it. Is back with Justin Fields, and I think that's what it provides. It provides that hope that 
that willingness to be invested again into the Chicago Bears because they have a freaking franchise quarterback. So hope is back. I was going to say HFS, but I won't. I think that would be <laughs> <laughs> like, what could that be? <laughs> but I mean, that's how I feel right now. I think hope is back is tremendous. We did it. I think we did yeah. it. How I, we, we did the thing. So it's awesome though. I, I, th- I was singing, you know, that song, uh, I know you don't, it's like the one I've been everywhere and it like lists all the places they've been like in the whole United States. Like oh, I've yeah, been yeah. to whatever I, I want to do that with all the quarterbacks that the bears have had and then just end with Justin Fields. I, I, I the tweet that I'll be doing before I go to bed probably, but <sighs> the future's here, Nick, the future is here and it's now. And again, maybe not now is he's going to play now, but he's on the roster. We got him. He's secured. Got Justin Fields. Well, we got Justin. And, you know, it's going to feel so great waking up tomorrow, too, knowing that, well, hey, wait, the Bears still have two picks that they could still make uh, to just, in, in, again, increase this roster to build around Justin Fields. Man, it's just build around Justin Fields. Like, we were talking in the, uh, like, what, uh, hour or two before this and, you know, podcast before that. Like, yeah, I think the Bears should get picks to build around whatever quarterback comes in. When Justin Fields build around Justin Fields, you build the offense around. You get the pieces around Justin freaking Fields. Like, oh, just it, it just. I don't know, man. I can't really describe it in words. Anyway, we're trying to do that for an hour long, but yeah, that's what it. That's what it feels like right now. Justin Fields to Cole Komet has a good ring to it. Justin Fields to Allen Robinson has a good ring to it. Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney has an awesome. This here, I can't wait to hear Je- uh, Jeff Joniak with his first Justin Fields touchdown call. And for what I'm hearing about what NFL broadcasters are probably going to be able to do here the next couple of years, where you can choose your own commentary so you don't have to listen to the national guys, you can pump in Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. That's going to be fun. And I want that to be my future here uh, when I get a watch. Uh, the Chicago Bears, but Nick, I think I'll call it. I, I think we have some editing I need to do. You want to write, and we got to get all this content out there. So hopefully uh, this was enough for everybody. I don't think it's enough for me just yet. I'm sure next episode, when we're, hey, the Bears are on the clock. By the way, Justin Fields, Nick, ha-ha. And I'm sure we'll you have hear, to. Did you hear what happened? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you heard it here, not first, um, but you heard it here. Justin Fields is a Chicago Bears quarterback. Ryan Pace did it again, chittered up from pick number 20 up to pick number 11. My lucky number to pick perhaps the best quarterback in this entire draft class. Awesome. So have yourselves a Fields day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm assuming, who knows, we may have a surprise episode here later tonight. You never know. Uh, I'm not going to rule it out completely, although I feel pretty confident that I can say I'll talk to you all on Friday night. But until then, ride the high and bear down, Chicago. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com 
we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.